welcome to Weed Rant About It. This week, The Legend of Zelda. Weed Rant About It. Well, hello. Uh, so this is kind of new, kind of not new. Um, new in the sense that we have finally dedicated like a specific title. We're doing Weed Rant About It now. We've had a couple of rant episodes in the past. Uh, the Cherub ranted on about black holes in space. And the, and the like. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Doom was on and uh, she ranted about Carl Linnaeus. He, he was an interesting fellow. Yeah, yeah. To say the least. Mm-hmm. And, uh, well, there's uh, been many... I've been asked a few times by both Gorilla and Cherub. And it's finally happening. Uh, this week is my turn. I am, I guess, going to rant kind of a bit about The Legend of Zelda. <laughs> I mean, I wanted to start it off with a Zelda quiz to see just how much about Zelda you know. Oof, okay, I didn't study at all for this. All right. And I'm, yes, on a scale of 1 to 10. <laughs> <laughs> on a scale of 1 to baked, I'm oven fried. <laughs> Yeah, that's one thing you might be familiar about. These were technically under the weed thought category before, but, you know, season two, we're changing things up a little bit. This will be our first official bonus episode. So. Hi. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes. All right. So. (laughs) Um, I got 10 questions for you. Okay. Updated as of a year ago with information. All right, updated as of a year ago? Yep. All right. So, question one of ten. Okay. Not including re-releases or remakes. Okay. How many mainline Nintendo Legend of Zelda games feature Link in the title? Feature Link in the title? The word Link. Not including remakes. Or re-releases. Re-releases, just new games. Okay. Um. So, first off, there's Link's... There's, uh, like the the se- the very second game, which is called I don't know what it's called. I can't remember. I know it has Link in the title though. It's not called The Legend of Zelda. So what is it, Link's Adventure or something so. like that? Yeah. Do you want the multiple choice or do you want to just guess? <laughs> I'm going to give you the hard mode first. You can just guess first, and I'll okay. give you the multiple choice okay. later. Okay. So there's Link's Awakening. Um, there's Link to the Past. Um, there's a Link Between Worlds. Um, there's Link's Awakening. Do like side game count? Because there was that like Link's crossbow training on the Wii. It says mainline. Mainline. Okay, so no. <laughs> um, those are the main ones I can think of at the moment. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Do you so want those, the multiple those, choice? Those four. Sure. Three, four, five, or six. Oh, I'm gonna say five because I feel like there's one on that one that I'm missing. You want to go with five? Yeah. The answer is four. Oh. Yeah, you counted them all. Damn. Okay. <clears throat> all right. I should have just believed in myself. <laughs> That's what you get. All right. All right. Question two. 
The Philips CDI hosted three poorly received non-Nintendo oh, Zelda games. Fuck those. Those don't exist. Next question. Which of the following was not a Philips CDI title? Okay. Do you actually want to skip it? No, go ahead. All right. <laughs> Link, The Faces of Evil. Oh. Zelda, The Wand of Game... Gamelon. 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 Uh, Link's Adventure, Zelda's Adventure. Uh, Link's... I'm going to say Link's Adventure because I feel like that's actually the title of the second Link, Link game. Yep. yep. Correct. I know Wands of Gamelon was one. <laughs> Cursed. There's Cursed. so many gifts of that all over Tumblr. Like... <laughs> Okay, next question. Which Zelda game celebrated its 20th anniversary at the end of April 2020? At the end of April 2020? Celebrated its 20th anniversary. It was one of the Zelda games. Um, came out in the year 2000. Is it Majora's Mask? That's one of the options in the multiple choice. Yep. <laughs> that was the best game. <laughs> yeah, one of my favorites. Uh, Once I, found... I actually figured out the three-day mechanic, it is one of my favorites. I was like, I was booting it up on the Switch the other day, and yeah. I found out uh, it was made the year I was born. And I'm like, it was pretty lit. Yeah. My, the year I was born was pretty lit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the game of video games. <laughs> All right. Oh, this one's... All right. In the Ocarina of Time, there is mm-hmm. seven sages. Mm-hmm. Can you name the Goron sage? Darunia. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> I thought the question was going to be, can you name all seven? I mean, that would be... Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that would be the answer. That would be a better, a better question, I think. <laughs> all right. What is the main part of a Goron's diet? rocks specifically the ones from dodongo's cavern because they're the best (laughs) they're like gourmet rocks i love it (laughs) i mean i would just like to point out at this point in the episode that um my wedding ring is azora's sapphire and my wedding band says it's dangerous to go alone take this so you know just a little love there's a reason they've been asking me to do this episode for a while (laughs) yep all right is this the sixth sixth question okay chronologically according to the in-game universe which Mm -hmm. game is the first in the series skyward sword yeah no thought (laughs) yeah yeah no thought I do actually technically have a thought about that, but we'll get into that later when we talk about Breath of the Wild. Okay. okay. <laughs> All right. Navi accompanied Link on his adventure in Ocarina of Time, but what's the name of his fairy companion in Majora's Mask? Tattle. And her brother's name is Tail. <laughs> yeah. All right. Which of the following Zelda games has the lovable Tingle not appeared in? Majora's Mask, Diminished Camp, Oracle of Ages, Twilight Princess. Uh, Twilight Princess. 
Yarp. Cool, that ding, was ding. the answer in my head too. I was like, I never <laughs> thought Dingle and Twilight. <laughs> but I'm like, I don't want to say anything. <laughs> it was that or Minish Cap, and I haven't played through as much of Minish Cap as I have Twilight Princess. Fair. So. <laughs> All right, what was the name of Link's talking boat in The Wind Waker? Ooh, um, it was the King of the Red Lions. But I mean, spoiler alert, it was the King of <laughs> the Boss Whoa. Don't spoil <laughs> no, the game from 2002. No, that one was uh... I'm pretty sure it's like King Daphne's or something like that in Wind Waker. So. Yeah, Bosphoramus just has like the coolest name. Yeah, yeah, Bosphoramus. <laughs> the, uh, the quiz actually explicitly says that you won't be finding any spoilers here, so it's not going to tell me. <laughs> yeah, that spoiler alert for a game that's seventeen years old. Two thousand two, twenty years old. Twenty years old. Yeah. Jeez. Damn. Okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. The last question. All right. What is antagonist Ganondorf's last name? Ooh, ooh, ooh. Um, uh, fuck. It's like, is it like, it's like Dragmire or something like that? Dragmire. <laughs> that, yeah. that was it. <laughs> that was it. Yep. Wow. So guys, without the uh, multiple I choice. Spent years. In on Tumblr, <laughs> specifically in the Legend of Zelda fandom section of Tumblr. There, <laughs> <laughs> it's like I like this thing, and this is where all the same people. I had a like laptop, oh. and it was pretty much permanently open to Tumblr. <laughs> yeah, no, you scored nine out of ten. Damn. It was just the first one because you overthought because, it because and assumed myself. that you didn't get the right. Yeah. Yep. Because Which I, I mean, honestly, <laughs> I, I'd give you the 10 out of 10 because you named all four and you were like, yeah, but then went and doubted yourself and added in some mysterious yeah. fifth one. So take this lesson. Don't doubt yourself. Right? Yeah. All right. <laughs> You're usually already right. You high rule. <laughs> yeah. Yep, I sure do. I sure do. Oh, that's the uh, that's the exact response I look for. <laughs> Disappointment from the cherub. <laughs> that's how you know a joke lands. Yeah. <laughs> it's a solid indication. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, I mean, okay. Let's uh, let's get into some cool things though about uh, about Zelda. I know you wanted to ramble on a few things. Yes, yes, I do. Um, so it, it mainly because you made me watch that video before. Ooh, okay, <laughs> we got into this. <laughs> so I'm like super obsessed with Breath of the Wild, like to the point that I got a tattoo of Ponytail Link as he was so dubbed on. Tumblr at that point in time when we knew nothing about Breath of the Wild. Like, it was literally called, um, oh, what was it called? It was called like Zelda NX or something like that because, like, they hadn't released any. Legend of Zelda Wii U was the original name for yeah, it. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was Wii U and then it was like Zelda NX because then they announced they were making it for the new console too. Mm-hmm. Anyways, I had this tattoo done for like two three years before the game even came out yeah and i'm currently in the process of getting a tattoo for the sequel 
<laughs> I mean, oh god, I can't wait. I mean, it did just get postponed to like this time next year, so hopefully, I got time to get it finished before then. There. <laughs> oh. Um, but yes, so I wanted to talk about it because we watched that video about um, Zonai. Was it Zonai? The Zonai, yeah. The Zonai. So the Zonai, it's like this, like supposed to be like this warrior tribe that there's like signs of in breath of the wild like all over the place and um there's all there's a lot of really cool youtube videos about it i would highly recommend watching them if you're a zelda nerd like me um but while we were watching them i took some notes so we wouldn't forget what i wanted to talk about okay okay so my thoughts on breath of the wild as a whole going back to like the timeline question and them referencing Skyward Sword, you know, being like the first in the timeline, right? I think because when they announced Breath of the Wild, they were talking about how this was going to be kind of a return to the roots of Zelda and the fact that they wanted it to be open world. Like the original Zelda game is technically an open world game. You can go wherever as long as you have the equipment for it. Like, there's no, like, story that's forcing you in a, like through in a certain way, right? So, Breath of the Wild is there, like, this is what we would have done with the Zelda series if we had had this technology 30 years ago. Yeah. Like, I really, like, you can totally see signs of it. And I think what they've done with that in mind is they went complete clean slate this is their true like dream timeline one in like one set timeline for breath of the wild and i think they made skyward sword the base of it because that was the last zelda game they made that was like major to the timeline because like they made some like 2d ones that were kind of like sequels to other games but like were kind of like parts of like the side timeline so they were kind of like tying up loose ends with some of those remakes and then they made skyward sword which was like the start of the whole story explaining why these three were ever entangled in this like loop right yeah. So I think now that they have better technology, they're like, well, let's do this true to the way we wanted to initially. And Breath of the Wild is their way of doing that. And that's why there's references to all the different timelines that kind of contradict each other and don't really make sense. Because it is them just throwing in little references to those other timelines to appease fans, throw in Easter eggs. But like also kind of to converge it into one because there's so many connections to Skyward Sword. There's so many things that line up. So I think they took like the base idea of Skyward Sword and then kind of did like a timeline clash and started over. I think that battle 10,000 years ago was the battle in Skyward Sword. I'm pretty sure that was it. Or like there was like another battle afterwards because like they said that they defeated Ganondorf and then his like malice form was released so maybe after Demise is defeated at the end of Skyward Sword he comes back in this malice form and that's when you start to get like actual like Ganondorf and that's where you start seeing the events of Breath of the Wild like with the little bit they've shown of the 
the second one in the trailer, like you're going to go into the sky above, into the floating islands above. Like there's so many connections to Skyward Sword. So I think this is kind of their way of explaining it all. And I think the Zonai are kind of important to it. Um, One of the things I wrote down is that, uh, so it's not unusual to see different forms that don't really make sense. Like, you look at the past Zelda games, why would there be both Zoras and Rito in one game? True. Right? Like, the like the, the Rito came about from the Zoras changing into them, right? So, they're both in this game. So it seems to show that, like, the different forms have just solidified into their own races. Yeah. And one of the other races that has different forms that they actually show in Wind Waker is the Kokiri. The Kokiri have their plant form, the Korok, and a human form, like a Hylian human form. What if that Hylian human form is the Zonai? And that's why the connection between the two. Because they split off and maybe like the Sheikah with the... Um, what's the... The bad Sheikah that broke off. The Yiga? The Yiga clan. How, like, there was, like, a section of the Sheikah that broke off in support of Ganondorf. There's, like, there's enough evidence in Breath of the Wild to show that the, um, the Zonai were Ganondorf supporters. Mm -hmm. Maybe they were. Maybe they broke off from the Koroks because they, like, courage and power kind of can go hand in hand. But also, so do courage and wisdom, right? So maybe, like, the Koroks are kind of, like, the ones that were kind of more, like, courage and wisdom. And then, like, the Zonai were the courage and power. And that's why they supported Ganondorf. And maybe it was a... They didn't necessarily realize he was evil. So the theory, then, that uh, the Zonai went to Luralin Village. Yeah. Do you think that that would, like, kind of fall into that? And the people of Luralin Village are the Zonai that came from the Kokiri. That would that would make sense. Like it would like geographically it makes sense from like where the Zonai ruins are and everything. And like even just like the stylistic choices, like the like the walls, they kind of look like bamboo. Right? So it kind of looks like plant related. Okay, yeah. And they still have like that strong tie to like nature. Yeah, you can see a lot of yeah that nature style in their their stonework in the Zonai. And I think that like the weapons that the Koroks made, so like the forest dweller stuff, I think they made for the Zonai initially because I think the Zonai were they didn't necessarily worship Ganondorf because he was evil. They supported him because he was seemed like a a great warrior. Like that that's like they're a warrior clan, right? That's all about like courage and showing that, right? And they celebrate warriors, so maybe they supported him because of that. And in return they he blessed them with powers like the the markings that they point out in the barbarian armor. Yeah. Right? Like that they show it's as similar to the markings that the higher level Bokoblins get that is supposed to be like a power up from Ganondorf himself, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like if you read the descriptions on the silver Bokoblins, it says that they, the purple markings increase their, their aggression or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And increase their aggression and power right from Ganondorf's magic kind of thing. Yeah. So it's, you kind of have like the same markings in the barbarian armor. So yeah, that's what I was thinking that like, that's why there's that connection. And that's why there's like, maybe link is like distantly related to them Definitely. and like he's like a very distant like 
lots of Hylian in him, but like somewhere down the bloodline, there's Zonai warrior in him, which is why he's the hero. Because he's blood related to this tribe that is very close to like Farron and like the power of of um power of like the the courage. Yeah. Like know about like the Triforce and whatnot. Right? Like in the Zonai ruins is the shrine is like the the shrine of courage. Yeah. Right? Like the spring of courage. In the mouth of the dragon. And the dragon, like, they worship the water dragon, right? Yeah. So. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. There's a, there's a lot to unpack with this universe. Oh, yeah. There's so much there. And I'm really hoping they answer some, they answer some of these fucking questions with the sequel. Because. I mean, it would be nice. You yeah. know, instead of leaving us with even more questions, as is their MO. Yeah. <laughs> And, like, another thing that, like, makes me think that, like, Link is, like, obviously distantly related to this Zonai tribe is in the Breath of the Wild tapestry, and this was pointed out in the video that we watched, the hero is shown to have red hair, but Link doesn't have red hair. He's never had red hair, really, in any of the iterations, except for when their coding made Auburn, like, brown hair, pink. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so that like red hair that's shown could just be the the original like hero that the legend talks about wearing the barbarian armor because like yeah. the colorway that it comes in when you get it like if you don't dye it in the game at all has red hair and it covers all of Link's hair so it does look like he has long red hair like the tapestry shows exactly exactly yeah I think about it a lot. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> I mean, you've got a lot of really good inputs on it, though, too. Um, right. Because, I mean, I always I always assumed that, that Skyward Sword was kind of, you know, the beginning or where it came from or where all of the Breath of the Wild stuff came from. Because you, you can you can see it all. Like, we, oh, me yeah. and you have had conversations about the Forgotten Temple. You can see it's in the bottom of a cavern. It looks like it fell from the sky and broke a, a big cavern oh, yeah. into the ground. And that, I know there's a lot of, like, statues and whatnot and, like, ruins that, uh have like what looks like loft wings yep. carved into it like little throughout loft wings that temple statues too. right like yeah and it's throughout that temple it's also throughout the uh the Lineru promenade the ruins there yeah it's throughout there too well then look at the goddess statues they all look like the statues oh, yeah. from skyward sword the goddess statues are 100% the goddess hylia yep 100% like, yeah undeniably so I really think they did they did kind of take like Skyward Sword. That was maybe them kind of test running their idea that they had thought of initially. Because yeah. like if you like I remember reading back on Tumblr, like the way that they've gone with the Skyward Sword story does more so initially align with the story that they published in the guide with the initial Zelda game. So they, re- they really are kind of like returning to the origins of it, but then like also making it new. Yeah so well and it was like the the video was talking about like the timeline and you had touched on this before where like there could have been like ganon well there was ganon the ceiling of ganon the calamity immediately after and then there was the second calamity so just like building on to what you had said before it's like 
super it's super weird especially with just how the game is flowing i don't know how two is going to resolve is really where i'm going with this <laughs> it's like there's so many questions <laughs> and it's like from like the trailer that we watched too and all of like the green energy that was flowing around which is a completely new color for us in um breath of the wild but like green has always been associated with the triforce of courage and mm-hmm. like with the goddess fair and whatnot right like it like it makes sense for that to be like a leftover bit of like zonai magic maybe yeah, yeah i mean it all lines up because if the malice is like pink or red right like yeah. like din right and and then Ferrar being blue and you've got the blue and the sheikah uh equipment Ferrar's courage Oh, yeah, okay, sorry. Um, <laughs> Nehru. Yeah. Yeah, Nehru being blue. Um, and the Sheikah stuff being exactly. blue, and that's what seems to interest Zelda the most. And, like, the Sheikah have always served the royal family and, like, been very close to, like, Zelda specifically. So it's not unsurprising that their technology is blue. Yeah, that all makes sense. Wisdom. It's all very, like, science-based. Especially very. if there's that thing that attaches on to Link. Yeah. Right? So if that's some sort of courage energy. <laughs> it makes sense for it to latch on the link, right? Yeah. And, like, the thing is, too, is, like, with Breath of the Wild, they made him right-handed, right? And the in the trailer, it shows the energy going into his right hand, going into his dominant hand. And, like, the Triforce symbol has only has always shown up on the back of their dominant hand. Yeah. So, like, in previous games, it was always the left hand, because Link has always been left-handed until this point, right? So, the fact that it's now his right hand, I think that's very significant, too. I think this might be, yeah, some leftover magic from this tribe, and I think seeing those ruins is significant. Yeah, because, like, the hand that seals him is the right hand as well. Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. Like, it ends up, like, infusing with his right hand, right? Like, it... Oh, I can't wait. This game looks so cool. Ganon looks horrifying. <laughs> I am so ready for this. Emaciated Ganon. <laughs> oh, that's when they're the most evil. Yeah. Yeah. It's like mummified, basically. <laughs> you know, mummified with like god level rage powers. Yeah. Yeah, I'm super excited to see where they take it with the sequel and just how much they put into it. Like, I just, like, I also know that, like, a lot of the stuff that they're putting into the sequel is stuff that they wanted to include in Breath of the Wild as DLC, but ended up deciding to make a sequel instead because they had too many ideas for DLC and a limited amount of things that they could do with adding dlc to a game right like you can't really like fundamentally change anything in any significant way right like there's certain things that like if you plan ahead and put it in but like it's kind of hard to do once it's released right yeah the engine is kind of locked in (laughs) exactly i'm really excited to see where the second one goes yeah i would like to see the return of the hook shot yeah that'd be really cool yeah, now with how, like, the world would be, just grapple point anywhere. I think there is some kind of ability like that. Like, I remember, mm. it's, I've only seen, like, the new trailer that they put out just recently, like, a couple of times, and it's been a little bit, but there's, like, the the magic arm gives you different abilities, and I think there was oh. one that kind of looked like a grapple, That's like, kind of like a hook shot sort of deal, so... That'll be amazing. But then there was like always, uh, there was like also the ability to like go through shit. Like you could like become like ethereal and like go through the ground to like climb up 
and up these like floating islands and like floating pieces of ruins jesus i like this yeah i think those like floating pieces of ruins are what is left of the floating islands after they fell in skyward sword that makes sense oh my god that's awesome yeah and it would be really cool to see oh yeah i'm so i'm so excited for it i'm like i i knew they were gonna delay it so (laughs) yeah (laughs) i I wasn't hopeful for it to come out this year there was like a very slim chance of like okay maybe but also they delayed the initial game by like four or five years (laughs) so wasn't really expecting it to come out anytime soon but i am a little bit more hopeful for they're saying like spring 2023 now which will be about this time next year which would be if they release it in march the fifth anniversary of breath of the wild that that would make sense to release the sequel in the same month which they may have just pushed it off until that time because they needed more time and decided on then because of that anniversary it would be really cool if they make it by then but i'd also say more so realistically too maybe like november 2023 i mean it's a huge game and like the undertaking has only have like gotten larger with breath of like the wild now being yeah. there this is how we make games now <laughs> yeah honestly the longer it takes them to make the game is fine by me no. longer it gives me to get my tattoo finished before the game comes out so <laughs> yeah yeah i mean at least they're being kind and not like bethesdaing you and being like hey we did skyrim you guys remember that Elder Scrolls game? For a decade. Yeah. <laughs> this is all you get. Bye. <laughs> Don't ask for anything else ever again. <laughs> right. Well, I mean, if we want to keep on the topic of, you know, Zelda theories and stuff, I've found a couple of, of cool theories I, I wouldn't mind diving into and getting you guys to, to kind of theorize okay. on with me. Okay. I'm totally down. So... You guys are quite familiar with Majora's Mask. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There's a, a pretty heavy theory going around about uh, the groups that you meet being the representations of the different stages of grief. Yeah, I've seen that yes. one, and it's honestly like a really cool like interpretation of it. Like it would make sense too. Oh yeah, I mean the five stages being denial, anger, bargaining, depression, and acceptance. Which ones were which stages again? Does it say? No, it doesn't state. It doesn't state. Um, let me just look up the. Uh... I mean, I think the Deku scrubs are anger. That makes sense. They're quite angry about the princess being, um, stolen. <laughs> Which is a you know a fair reason. Clock Town would definitely be denial then. Yep. Because like that whole town is in denial about the moon falling. It's not happening. The Zora, I think, are sadness, like grief. Yeah. Because they're all very somber and sad. Um, I think, like, the Ikana Valley, where, like, the Stone Temple is, would be just acceptance. Because it's already dead and there's nothing there. They've just moved on. Yeah. Like. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah, the townsfolk. You have a lot of spirits there come to acceptance with the fact that they're dead and move on there so yeah yeah i think you pretty much bang banged it out 
Um, Townsfolk are in denial. The moon following the Deku King is punishing the monkey out of anger. The ghost in the snow temple is bargaining for a return to the world of the living. Mm, yeah. Lulu in the Zoro temple is battling with depression, and the final temple could be considered acceptance as it wraps up Link's journey. So, yeah. 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 Tells you, I spent a lot of time reading about random Zelda shit. <laughs> but, like, that would make a lot of sense. And, like, one thing that, I, like, I've definitely, like, has helped me like really get back into things lately is like everything you consume like movies television video games books manga anime whatever it's all intentional it's art if it's put in there it was put in there for a reason they chose to make it they chose to put it there in that context in that way so like all these little connections that you see like yeah okay maybe sure the author themselves didn't see it but like that's the whole thing about art is that it's so open to interpretation and you can see the connections that maybe the author didn't even see themselves but like make sense anyways so 100 percent, and it's like within like video games and formats like that it's so much more intentional than like a film because a film you could have shit happen in the background totally unintentional yes like uh resident evil you can see cars whipping down the highway in a world that's supposed to be you know decimated oh yeah shit like that in a video game you don't have the luxury it's you know because they have to render everything (laughs) so everything that they put in is intentional yeah like there's a reason they did it there's a reason they chose to do it that way because they literally could have chose to do it any way they wanted so There can be symbolism in everything. Oh, the hints in cutscenes where you see like certain hints to like other games or yeah, well, it's like uh, what's that series we love? Um, we play it all the time. It's got uh, Man of Medan. Uh, oh, the the Dark, Dark Pictures, Pictures anthology. Yeah, and how all of the games reference each other in small ways. Yeah, yeah. And nods and everything, and it's like little Easter eggs to each other. It's kind of nice. Yeah, it's so yeah. nice. And like that's what I think. Like they've done with Breath of the Wild is they put in those Easter eggs from all the different timelines because they wanted to start over and yeah. do it like properly from the get go with the right technology, right? So they're throwing in those little Easter eggs from all the beloved games beforehand to appease fans yeah which you know what i'm okay with that <laughs> what other theories you got for me well i've got one that's pretty dark okay, okay. so at the end of ocarina of time navi just leaves unexpectedly for seemingly no reason yeah. yeah. I mean, what other reason would Navi have to leave? But then maybe her job was done, and at the end of their job, the fairy's life also goes. Their purpose was served. Maybe Navi just didn't want to let Link see her fade away. Yeah. And she actually died. Yeah, I've seen that fairy, and it is really dark, but like it would explain it. Because like, there would really be no reason for her to, to leave. leave. Yeah. Yeah. It is really sad, but it highly plausible. Oh, yeah. So, unlike, you know, the other elves with fairies, or the other Hylians with fairies, he. Well, Hylians. Kokiri. Kokiri, yeah. Yeah. So, all of the rest of them with fairies, he 
doesn't get one because the great Deku tree made it so he's not Kokiri. I guess so. He was Hylian. That is uh, true. In the beginning of that game, it's actually stated right that uh, he he was brought to the Kokiri village, well, to the Deku tree mm-hmm. by his mother, a Hylian. Uh, yeah, she was fleeing the castle. That's also why he conflict. grows up, right? In that game, when they go seven years in the future, he's adult Link, but he goes back to the Kokiri forest. They're all children all still. Children still, because they don't age. Yeah. Right. Which lends back into my theory on the Zonai being the human form or like the Hylian form of the Kokiri. The doesn't age factor went to the Koroks, who mm. don't really age because they're plants. Yeah. Right. So like that plant spirit that was in them is kind of what was giving them the ability not to age so the zonai probably age just like hylians yeah i did not play ocarina of time nearly as much as i played Majora's man <laughs> ocarina of time was the one that i played a lot when i was younger fair <laughs> i mean it was a revolutionary game and yeah. it was pretty amazing <laughs> Yeah, I had that, like, Zelda collection that had, like, the four different Zelda games on it for the GameCube. I played that a lot. It had the first two Zelda games on it, and then it had Ocarina of Time and Majora's Mask. Boom. boom. Yeah, plus a 20-minute Wind Waker demo and then, like, two videos. (laughs) That's how you do it. Can you tell I spent a lot of time on that, just on that disc? (laughs) Just that one. Yeah. I always went back to Ocarina of Time, though. It was the most fun to play. Because I, I mean, couldn't understand the concept of the three days of Majora's Mask. Oh, I mean, I tried playing that one once. One of my friends had it and let me try it out, and I couldn't figure it out. But I never tried again, because I think it just frustrated me so much as a kid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Majora's Mask was definitely not a game for kids, but rated for them. Yeah. 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 No, I definitely enjoyed it more once I was older and actually understood the, like, Zelda tricks and puzzles better. Yeah. Like, once I understood the Zelda formula. (laughs) Yeah. The Z form. The secret formula of the Krabby Patty. Give me the formula, please. That pull that audio clip for a blooper for me. Okay. <laughs> I hope it caught it. <laughs> that was pretty quiet. <laughs> well, I mean, so another theory, it's actually related to the same game, Ocarina of Time. Okay, okay. Uh, you can look at all of the different temples in the game. They're all really run down uh, at like states of disrepair, but they're really immaculate places. Hard to get to, hard to get through, and hold magic items of great wonder, of great importance, um, of great power. Yeah. So there's this big war going on at the beginning of the Ocarina of Time that they discuss, right? Like we just said, the whole reason that Link's mother brought him to the forest was to avoid this war. Yeah. What if it was a holy war, right? And what if all of these temples were places that were targeted in this war and and desolated? That would make sense to why she had to run from Hyrule Castle because the Temple of Time was there. That's the only like yeah. holy place that's not like in disarray mm-hmm. because maybe it managed to held out, but she fled before and maybe it looked like kind of dicey 
right? Yeah. But yeah, each of these temples, like look at the forest temple, for example, you have to hookshot your way up through a tree just to get to the staircase that's oh, been yeah. blown away. I think this the staircase is actually supposed to like line up with the stairs you come up at the other end of that little like Probably. landing you come out into. Most likely. It's kind of where they line up too. Gosh, you know, I never, I never really realized how sad that game is. Yeah. It's like really sad about Link's mom. It is. It is. I'm like, ah, oh, another Link without a family. <sighs> like every Link is an orphan. Yeah. At least one Link has the grandma. Yeah. That's a descendant. Uh, one lives with an uncle. True. Um... I think that's it for the most part. Uh, I was found under a tree. <laughs> I mean, in all grain of time, that is kind of technically how it went. She did bring him directly to the Deku tree. <laughs> I'm sure that was probably like Pharaoh's um, influence. I mean, that could have been. To protect the child until he was ready to save Hyrule. Yeah, that would make sense. Gods like to play. Yeah. This next one's interesting. I've never actually considered I didn't really play a lot of uh, of Twilight Princess or Majora's Mask, though. Um, but there's a lot of theories that point toward the villains of Twilight Princess being the creators of Majora's Mask. Yes. If you look at the design. Yes. Yeah, their, there's a uh, lot of there's a lot of connections between the Twilight and the and Majora's Mask and honestly it would make sense if it came from them. Oh yeah, and like, if you look at like the design in like Zan's headpiece, it's like the big eye. Mm-hmm really similar well, to the and like and even like mask. Midna's headpiece too right yeah. yep like it looks almost exactly identical to the Majora's Mask guy yeah and I mean it works out in the timeline right where they would have come before yeah. game wise release wise not so much but timeline wise timeline wise yeah 100% and it kind of looks like Sheikah Tech it's like the mask but Sheikah yeah it kind of does cause it's like that that stone kind of motif they're so good at pulling off yeah yeah i mean i'd really like to sit down with the writers <laughs> and just be like i don't know how i could pay you to do this but just tell me what the hell's going on yeah that would make a lot of sense because twilight princess and ocarina of time are like inherently connected and like Mojora's mask is a direct sequel to ocarina of time and like it's supposed to be like the skull kid that was in the woods that you make friends with play the ocarina with in ocarina of time is the skull kid that has the majora's mask in majora's mask and uh the happy mask salesman is the same dude right so they uh in like twilight princess they end up explaining that the sages ban ganondorf to the twilight realm which means which is the ganondorf in Ocarina of Time that they're talking about, which means that the Twilight Realm was obviously around in Ocarina of Time, and maybe when they banned him, the mask slipped through, and that's how the Happy Mask salesman got his hand on it. It slipped through in kind of like the same spot that they banned him. Well, that would have been like either the Temple of Time or the castle, right? So maybe it made its way around, and the Happy Mask salesman was still there. Because like he seems to be able to travel through time and universes at his own will yeah. like he seems to have his own weird powers right so 
that would explain how that got there. And then the Twilight becomes more relevant in Twilight Princess. Is the happy mask salesman in Breath of the Wild? I don't know. I don't think so. Okay. Because he's in Second Wind, and I keep forgetting that it's a different thing. Ah, yeah. No, he's not in Breath of the Wild. Okay. (laughs) That'd be crazy. I mean, Tingle's like the only multiverse character that well besides the happy mask salesman in those couple games but he's like the consistent multiverse character right fairly he's fairly consistent yeah he's in a handful of games yeah yeah but they're like they're pretty spread I mean all the games are spread super far well I mean he's in both Wind Waker and Majora's Mask and those are in different timelines that is true well Beetle though Oh, Beetle. Yeah, Beetle's in a lot. Yeah, Beetle. he's in so Beetle many. Beetle's in a lot. Yeah. That merchant. So maybe why he's in Breath of the Wild, too. Yeah, well, there's... <laughs> someone found out there's four Beetles in Breath of the Wild. You can actually get them all to meet up at one place. Oh, really? Yep. Yep, there are four Beetles. They got all of them to meet at one place and found all four in one place together, standing in a room together. Oh, damn. Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, now it makes sense why he's everywhere. Or it feels like he is. Right? Is that also maybe all the timelines coming together? There's all the Beatles? Yeah, maybe they're like <laughs> quadruplets or something. Right? <laughs> they're just the Beatle bros. The Beatles? The Beatles. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, that hurt. Uh, yeah, but not got like me. a bunch of... <laughs> Racist Englishman. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, this next one is uh, is actually a bit of a playoff on one of the ones we already discussed. Yeah. Majora's Mask being the stages of grief, um, and Navi dying. What if it was actually Link that died at the end of Ocarina of Time? If we follow, you know, when he he kind of wanders off into the woods by himself. Yeah. Maybe he passes away and Majora's Mask is him going through the stages of his own acceptance of his own death. I mean, that would make sense as to why you could make a statue of yourself as well. Because you can make a statue of all the other forms that came from dead spirits. Mm -hmm. So that would make sense as to why Link could make a copy of himself. Because it seems to be you can only make a copy of spirits. Ooh. Ooh, dark dark i like yeah. it there's a lot of really dark theories that come out of these games oh yeah especially majora's mask majora's <laughs> mask is like super dark oh, i mean the whole game yeah, yeah give you, they gave you three days otherwise this mount this moon that you can actually see getting closer is gonna crush you uh, and then like the music just gives you so much anxiety clock town final day the music for that was my alarm clock for the longest time that shit got me out of bed real quick. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> uh, what a wonderful game to not understand as a child. <laughs> right? And you play it back as an adult and you're like, this is fucked up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're getting me to do what? <laughs> I gotta do what now? I gotta give this hand that's coming out of the toilet a piece of paper? Um, okay, and it's gonna give me a piece of heart. 
all right, let's just not question this and move on. <laughs> yeah, that was... The game was a piece of work. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that showed up in multiple games, too. Like, that happened in Skyward Sword, too. Oh, I guess it did. Yeah, yeah. I was watching. Yeah. Yeah, oh. it happened in Majora's Mask and Skyward Sword. And I think maybe one other. Maybe one of, like, the, like, Game Boy games I didn't play. Fair. Yeah. Minish Cap was pretty good. I didn't don't remember seeing it in Minish Cap. Yeah. And I played the shit out of Minish Cap. Because <laughs> I could get it on my phone. That's one I haven't finished yet. I might have to, though. It's it's interesting. Break out my, my Game Boy Advance to play... My Game Boy Advance SP oh. to play some Minish Cap. Absolutely. <laughs> it's, the, it's the classic and the right way to do it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right, so this next theory is a bit of a big one. It's related to the Triforce. Have you ever heard the Tetraforce theory? No, I don't know if I have. So if you look at the Triforce, it's got the three pieces and another triangle missing in the center. Yeah. To complete a full triangle, right? Well, if you look at, let's say, like the Ocarina of Time Hylian Shield, it actually has a little triangle in the very bottom of the shield, a golden triangle in the feet of the bird. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of speculation as to that fourth piece, if it is, in fact, a missing piece of the Triforce. Okay. So <laughs> this is where it gets intense because there's probably 15 different theories around where that piece went. Oh, yeah. So the first of which uh, being the fourth goddess theory. Mm -hmm. So... If you look at the original story in the Ocarina of Time, the three goddesses left at the same time to the heavens, and in that place was left the Triforce. Yeah. Right? That would conclude that another one would have to have created it at another time. Um, so, the speculations on who that other goddess would be are from different games. So, there's the goddess of time, which is mentioned in Majora's Mask. Yeah. by Zelda herself. So some theories speculate that the missing piece represents time. Okay. You know, hence being an entire basis of one of the games. Yeah. Right, so it could be one of those those pieces or another representation. Yeah. Um, the Goddess of the Sand being another. You look at a lot of the games and they have temples in the, the, the desert yeah. to some sand goddess. Yeah. Know, right, but they never really expand on that yeah right um what is it the desert colossus uh the arbiter's ground in yeah. the twilight princess um there's a lot of strong significance among the gerudo people like that uh, even before the the hero of time that they kind of show that same reverence and they kind of follow that same path yeah another theory being that princess zelda herself is the other piece Okay. Her name, her pirate name, Tetra. Yeah. Tetra Force. Yeah. Right, so it almost aligns. I mean, Tetra meaning four. Yeah. Um, and there's the symbolic cutscene in The Wind Waker where Tetra's necklace unites with a small triangle given to her by the King of Hyrule. Yeah. So that could be almost a visual metaphor of Zelda owning the fourth piece. Yeah. Some have speculated at the very least. Oh, huh, that's interesting. Yeah. 
Um, and then the final one being the Great Fairy of Kindness. Um, in Majora's Mask, there's the four great fairies in the four directions. The Great Fairy of Courage, Great Fairy of Wisdom, Great Fairy of Power, and the Great Fairy of Kindness. Okay. They also represent the qualities of the four giants that kind of go off in the different directions. Again, yeah. four giants, right? Yeah. So they keep relating back to four in different ways. So it it seems to make a lot of sense. I mean, I know there's another theory in Majora's Mask that there's a lot of fours because that number symbolizes death. Yeah. Uh, in Japanese culture, it's an unlucky number. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's an unlucky number that, like, represents death. And I think it's because the kanji is, like, very similar to death. One of those things where it's, like, one stroke away from being either four or death. So I'm going to just skip ahead to another theory because you kind of fled into it really well. <laughs> the Triforce of Shadow. Okay. It's not a missing piece. It's, it's a, a shadow dark piece. piece. Yeah. Dark Link, right? Okay, yeah. Link being another one of the thoughts. What if he is one of the pieces, right? He's the representation of it, hence why there is a Dark Link. Yeah. Because there has to be that balance, right? So having this shadow piece, if you look at the shadow medallion in the Ocarina of Time, it's got a downward facing triangle oh, in yeah. the center of it. Mm. Right? So it, it, it also kind of lines up. Yeah, that's interesting. That's like, it's, it's a lot to think about. Yeah, that's yeah. really cool. Yeah, I mean, they all they all kind of line up to the to the same idea, but they're, I don't know, I they're really, it's cool to think about. There's there's tons of different theories floating around about them, and nobody's actually <laughs> kind of finalized on one or agreed yeah. on one, but uh, they're really cool to look into. Oh, yeah. I love just, like, deep diving and reading different Zelda theories and whatnot, which is why this episode was a thing that needed to be done. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, there will be uh, more rants uh, like this in the future. And maybe at some point a weed play? Maybe. Mm, we should totally do it. Maybe. We well, it. Let us know if it's something you'd be interested in. <laughs> hint, hint, nudge, no. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, on the topic of Darklink. Yes. Another theory altogether, this is completely different from the Tetra Force, <laughs> uh, is that Darklink is actually an embodiment of demise. Red eyes. Yeah. Gray skin. Yeah. And he was trapped and sealed in the Master Sword. But if Link is holding the Master Sword, is it not possible that at some point he may have accidentally released Demise's soul, which can, you know, yeah. come through in Link's embodiment, especially if he's the one holding the sword, that a lot of those traits would be mirrored out. Yeah. Yeah, that would make sense. He was a pretty evil and scary dude. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. This one's amazing. All right, Talon mm -hmm. is Mario. <laughs> yeah, okay. Right? He's got the mustache, he's got like the it. ears, the right shape, a head. I'll yeah. buy it. I can see that. Uh, Madeline looks like her, her mother is uh, one of the princesses, but it sure ain't blonde haired Peach. <laughs> yeah, it looks more like Daisy to me. Yeah. <laughs> Settle down. <laughs> this one don't get a stolen <laughs> All the time. 
I mean, there is a Mario mask in the Zelda universe. There is. So, like, I think that confirms that they exist in the same universe. I've seen theories about that, too, with, like, Super Mario... Is it Super Mario 3? Where they have, like, the the curtains that open, and it's a whole theory about that one just being a a theater show. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Just a whole, a whole play done. Yeah. Uh, so, one of the theories, too, being that it's a play in the Nintendo universe. So yeah. the mask shows up because it's a, it's a play. He's a character yeah. from this play. Um, right? That's another one of the theories that I'd seen too. That I like you that. Made me, you made me think of it. <laughs> <laughs> it's a pretty expansive universe. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, that's... Uh, that's the last of them. Yeah. Other right. theories that I came across here. You know, they're, they're going to be really long-winded. We might have to do another another episode for <laughs> Shan to go off about Zelda. <laughs> yeah, maybe. We'll see how this one does, and if people like it, then yeah, totally. We'll do another one. Maybe we can theme it to, like, specific games, or, like, come up with just, like, a whole bunch of trivia questions or something for one. Oh, yeah. Who knows? Yeah. Um, Souls franchise. <laughs> <laughs> well i mean we'll keep doing like different types of episodes like this oh yeah i like changing it up it's uh it's yeah nice our, our bonus episodes are kind of going to be a little bit of everything um that way we can kind of you know we're going to do like our like we said in the the first episode back we're going to do like our we chat episodes every second week kind of yeah. thing and then that way we can do our other episodes like our weed thought series and now our new weed rant series um as bonus episodes so that you know they're kind of just thrown in there right they're a little bit more off topic off topic improvised sometimes yeah <laughs> so extreme uh we really hope you enjoy it though i know i had fun just kind of ranting about zelda i uh it was good <laughs> yeah, yeah, we got uh, we got a long a long episode. Yeah, we around. got we got more than we were expecting with this one. So, <laughs> hope you enjoyed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. Well, uh, as always, check out the description for our Instagram page and our website. Uh, you can always DM us on Instagram or email us, message us directly on our website. Let us know of any topic ideas you have, any suggestions, uh, any rant ideas you want to hear. Let us know. Uh, any guests you want to see back or hear back, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, this was fun. And uh, remember, everyone. We'd rant about it. <laughs>